Welcome to another In Wheel Time podcast. Today, it's Car Review Tuesday, our twice-weekly review of what's inside our new car showroom. Here's the review of the 2020 Mercedes-Benz AMG GLC 63 SUV. <laughs> and, 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 and did you know there's a GLC 63 S SUV? We didn't have that one, but I found that out there. And there's also uh, a, a MG, uh, an MB, a Mercedes-Benz. It's, 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 it's an alphabet soup, and I, can't, I don't understand why they, they do this. Of the, there's a GLC sedan. Yeah, I think instead of putting a piece of chrome across the rear of it, they can just put the name across there if they Why make don't they come enough. up with a name? Yeah, well. Anyway. Anyway, we, so we what, what we're really talking about is a compact luxury crossover SUV, and it's based on the Mercedes-Benz GLC series of vehicles. And what they do, they take the vehicle, the base vehicle, then they, they give it basically the AMG treatment. And, and what that does, it adds the performance, it adds some different looks to it, a little bit of the styling cues, engine, driving performance, you know, a lot of different features that they kind of amp it up is the way I look at it. But, of course, you're going to find out since it's the Mercedes-Benz to start with, you've got the LED headlights, daytime running lights, and, and you're going to find because it's the AMG, it's got some new front and rear bumpers on it. And up front, it's got a short radiator-style grill. So what I mean is the, the hood goes out, and then it kind of drops off down towards the front. So when you look at it at the profile, the front, the very nose of it looks a little short. And you really don't notice it from the driver's seat, but it's very noticeable from the, the profile. And right in the middle of this radiator-type grill is this big, round Mercedes-Benz emblem. You know, it's almost like a Target. <laughs> exactly. It's as big as a Frisbee. It is. It's, it's really, it's, uh, you, you don't miss it, that's for sure. So, you're obviously, you're going to have the power folding mirrors on the side. You've got a power lift gate, got a panorama sunroof. And it, this one has the 21-inch AMG, AMG wheels. And so, when you get into the interior, obviously, you're going to see the Napa leather seating, their heated front seats, split folding rear seats, and tons of technology. This thing is full of technology, and it's very latest technology. For example, the USB ports. They were all USB-Cs. So, so what you normally use at your house or your laptop is a USB-A. It's a first generation. So you want to plug something in, you've got to have an adapter. Let me just interject this. I had to call Mars and say, Mars, did you know that there is a tiny mouse pad on this? Oh, yeah, I knew that. I looked everywhere trying to figure out how to control certain functions on the instrument panel. And it took me forever to find out that those two little black, what I thought were buttons. Yeah, they look like a button. It looks like a button. Yeah, it's about it's, the size of your fingernail. Maybe actually a little bit smaller. But it's the mouse. It's a mouse pad. Two of them. On each side of the steering wheel. It's then, a mouse pad. And then you got the one down on the console, too, that oh you can my work God. with. So it's, just, yeah. it's full of technology. There's really no buttons to this vehicle it's all touch points and anyway it, so so it's really got a lot of technology in it um, you're also going to find some nice black ashwood on the console lid now i thought it was very nice looking but i also thought it was kind of out of place considering all the aluminum trim and everything else that's in it but it looks really nice 10.25 inch touchscreen. that's where you're going to find the mercedes-benz user experience the nav system the review camera and then it's got this really big 12.3 inch instrument cluster now, it's really configurable, and it almost blends in with the other screen to me. And, of course, then you've got a Burmeister surround sound system that will crank that thing up and fill it up. 
Now, where I liked this vehicle in particular was under the hood. Now, there's a hand-built 4.0-liter bi-turbo engine under there. This is a V8 in this little vehicle, 469 horsepower, 479 pound-feet of torque with a 9-speed automatic. Now, it's got no automatic upshift. So you hit the red line where a lot of them will just say, eh, we're not taking this, we're going to bump it up a gear. It'll sit right there. I didn't try it very hard, but it will not. It doesn't automatically just sit there and buzz on the yeah, red just He didn't there. try it very hard. He just <laughs> tried it a lot. Of course. Now, the, another thing about driving this vehicle. That's why he knew it wouldn't upshift. Shift, shift, Kind of like the Rally 350 this morning on <laughs> I-10. But anyway, that's another story. Please continue. So the on. other so. thing it's got that I found real interesting driving it, it's got a wet start-off clutch that's replaced the torque converter. So it's kind of like an electronic clutch, and, and when you've got it in the Sport and Sport Plus, it at times from a low from a dead stop, it almost feels like a clutch engaging because you can almost blip the engine if you're real quick about it, and then you'll feel boom. It's like the clutch engages. It is a clutch engaging. Well, I know, but I mean it's an automatic, and it's supposed to be a torque converter, and that's but. If you drive it up, once you get going, then it feels like a regular torque converter. It just, it's a very different feel to it. And, and it's all electronically controlled. It's got an electric, uh, electromechanical steering with variable ratio. And it has a governor at 250 kilometers per hour. How, much, how many miles an hour is that? 255. 155. That's, his, that's electronically controlled. 155. Yeah, vol. Now, the other thing I noticed on it, because it's got the 21-inch tires on this compact vehicle, so it's got the rubber band tires on the 21-inch wheels. Great-looking setup, but to me, they ride a little stiff, a little stiffer than what I, I care well, for. there's no sidewall flex in it. You should expect that. <laughs> yeah, none. Uh, even the, the air control dampening system on the body won't, won't compensate for it. So if you're, if you're looking for something to compare this vehicle to, if you look at the Jag F... F-Pace SVR. Now, the Jag F-Pace starts at 44000 The SVR is bumping 80600 The Alfa Romeo Stelvio will start at 42000 But step up to the Quadrifoglio, and you're looking at 80000 So the base MG GLC that you can get for 42500 Which Angela has. My wife has one of these in its base version. Okay. So you step up to the AMG version, the 63 SUV. Then you're talking about a base vehicle price of 73000 and the MSRP as tested is 83.6. So it all fits right in with those same size and category performance-wise SUVs, if you will. And the one you guys drove was that gorgeous red, same color as Angela's car, and I know I'd offered to you to just swap cars and yep. you could turn hers in and we can keep the AMG. And to me, this is, this is it's the luxury version, but it's the epitome of a hot hatch. Hey, thanks for checking us out. In Wheel Time is streamed on Facebook and YouTube and is broadcast every Saturday in Houston on ESPN 97.5 FM.